Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this broadcast, or uh, or shall I say this podcast. I'm going to be playing a little clip here. And uh, hopefully it will bring together as to why some most people personal responsibility, much less personal accountability, personal accountability for their actions. This is from uh, RT America when it was talking about uh, Wilson Sears. All right. Check this out. supremacy by ventriloquist effect there is a black mouth moving but a white idea through the running on the runway of the tongue of a figure who justifies and legitimates uh, the white supremacist practices so to have a black face uh, speaking in behalf of a white supremacist legacy is nothing new that's Michael Eric Dyson slurring. Winsome Sears, the first, uh, first black woman who will serve as Republican Lieutenant Governor of Virginia as a black puppet for white supremacists on the race-driven, in my opinion, Joy Reid Show. Joining me now is Donna Jackson, who serves as the Director of Membership Development for the Project 21 Black Leadership Network. And Donna, it's great to have you on. Welcome to the show. Uh, I think what we just heard is one of the most racist things I've ever heard from a a black man aimed at another black person. And I've heard plenty over the years from those going after black conservatives and Republicans. What's your take on what you just heard and saw? Absolutely. It is the most racist thing, but it's not surprising because on the liberal left, they think that anyone that doesn't have the same narrative they have is wrong and this premise that somehow african americans have to line up with liberal progressive agenda is outrageous you know that they did the same thing to to uh, clarence thomas they've done the same thing to condoleezza rice they think that anyone who doesn't share their narrative is not black enough for them And actually what it's saying is that any person that's black, that's successful, is not legitimate. And that's outrageous. It is. It is most outrageous. And I blame the people running NBC and NBC News because to let that go on. And, and that's just one of many examples. I could sit here for an hour and, and, and we could watch and, and play uh, 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 you know, uh, racist statements against uh, other blacks and, and against whites that appear on, uh, on MSNBC all the time. It's terrible. In the meantime, watch this, though. Watch this. Critical race theory, which isn't real turned the suburbs 15 points. And I think we need to go on the offense a little bit. And Terry McAuliffe tried to do this. Say it's a lie. They know it's a lie. But are you scared for your kids to learn about slavery or lynching? Just two examples of the new mantra, Donna, of the post-election day media. CRT, critical race theory, is a lie, they say. Oh, my God. Okay, so on Virginia... Department of Education's website, it says that they're teaching CRT. They produce uh, uh, professional development for their teachers um, using race-based CRT uh, champions. They're saying that CRT is not being taught. 
It's like saying that I walked out of with the uh, walked out of a store without paying for an item, but I didn't shoplift. CRT is absolutely in every fabric fabric of your, uh, the American society. When you hear words like systematic racism, uh, uh, institutional racism, those are all the language of CRT, and CRT is here to demean. And, to, and abolish the American way of thinking. They are absolutely teaching CRT. And it's actually just to give teachers a cover because teacher, the teachers union in this country have destroyed education. They've destroyed it. And now, instead of being blamed for the fact that they're not teaching adequately our kids, they can say that now it's just because the kids are marginalized or they're discriminated against or they're uh, oppressed. And so it lets the teachers off the hook. But the teachers union this summer said that they were going to adopt CRT nationwide and they were going to teach teachers how to teach CRT without breaking the law because they saw that a lot of states had moved towards banning CRT. It's absolutely right. being taught in the school. And it's not a book, right. it's real. Yeah, oh, it's real. It's real. Uh, everybody can't be wrong. And if the media is saying it's not real, then it's real. Uh, last month, uh, Donna Reuters wrote a story about how AT&T had helped get One America News, OAN, which is a conservative network, off the ground with funding and support like it was a crime. Or something. So this past Tuesday, you were one of the representatives of the Project 21 Black Leadership Network plan that met with AT&T leaders to urge them to maintain its business relationship with OAN. You did this in response to the NAACP, who recently demanded that the company drop OAN immediately. How did the meeting go uh, with, with you uh, and, and your, your crew on, uh, on Tuesday? You know, it actually went very, very well. Here's the thing that's astonishing about the NWCP. They started off as being an organization that were trying to give people a voice, black people a voice. Now they're in the business of trying to attempt to take away voices from black people. How is that? How is that right? Listen, we provide a balance. Because if you have, a, if you're in a situation where you're only getting one side of an issue, you're not making a choice. A choice is being made for you. But this narrative related to CRT and this woke crowd says that black people are too dumb and too ignorant to make decisions for themselves. And so we have to make those decisions for them. And I'm not going to stand by and let black voices that represent a different point of view be marginalized to borrow their words. It's absolutely so imperative that African Americans have a voice in every level playing field. So you believe I'm that sorry. AT&T will, will continue uh, and not be intimidated by the NAACP? Is that what you're, you, you came away with? I came away with that, and let me tell you, if they don't, then we'll keep fighting because we're not going to be quiet and silent. I remember when the NAACP used to be considered uh, passing misinformation, where they were considered fringe, 
where they were the ones considered being extremists and now they're mainstream. Now, how in the world do you sit down and justify the fact that you're trying to silence somebody else's voice that has a different opinion than they have? That's not going to happen. That's not the way the American spirit works. And I'll tell you, I will never, ever stop fighting for that. It's justice for everyone, not just justice for the narrative that you believe in. Excellent. Well, I know you will uh, keep your word and you will keep fighting and you and the folks at Project 21. Donna, great to meet you. Thanks for coming out. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for having me. Oh, yo. Oh, that was that episode. And uh, it's kind of funny because I was looking up uh, Donna Jock Jackson, just reading one of her articles. Um, and it's all, it's, it's all going to connect with taking personal responsibility and personal accountability for your actions. You know, we can't negate the fact that uh, the white elites have manipulated and destroyed the common average black and white person. You know what I'm saying? Into fighting one another and so on and so forth. There was a time when common uh, average black and white people were unified and the elites didn't like that. So, and that was during the time of the Shays Rebellion, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? So, they had to split the common white folks from the common black folks, you see? So, the common white folks became the slave catchers, a.k.a. slave patrols, which is how the police departments were created. Or where the police departments originated from, Okay. And, of course, black people, they be, they became the slaves. You know what I'm saying? And if they got out of line or uh, ran away from their plantation, the slave catcher, who used to be their ally, you know what I'm saying, would catch them. Their job was to catch them for the slave master or overseer. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so the effect of uh, CRT in schools, I'm against, but I, I was but I'm against teaching it in elementary uh, public schools and and most of high school grades. I would say maybe like a senior year in high school, they could teach that. They could bring that into the school curriculum, but I will make that as an elective as opposed to an uh, as opposed to a requirement. You know what I'm saying? You know, but our but the fact that they're teaching this in schools now, in elementary schools now, that's a bit too uh, traumatizing. That's way too traumatizing for young children. I don't think young children to grasp concepts like that. Until they're at least 16, 17 years old. Or, shoot, hell, or even better yet, college age, you know. Actually, what they really should be doing is teaching reading, writing, and, and arithmetic. 
That's what, that's what should be going on in the schools. As opposed to these uh, huge concepts of critical race theory and other such huge concept subjects. You know, I will leave that for the homeschool people. <laughs> if they want to pe- teach that, that's, that's up to them, you know. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I was on a, there's a, <clears throat> there's a, uh, Facebook, there's an article that is on Facebook, uh, via NBC news about Kyle Rittenhouse mother. And a lot of people went in on Kyle Rittenhouse's mother. And I applaud those people for going in on Kyle Rittenhouse's mother because if it wasn't for her, Kyle Rittenhouse, her 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 actions, Kyle Rittenhouse wouldn't be on trial right now. And those people who were protesting, they most likely would have lived. You know what I'm saying? And of course, those protesters, I'm sure majority of them were paid by George Soros. To do do all that protest, not just protesting, but rioting, because that's what they were doing. They were rioting. They were rioting because they wasn't satisfied of the ruling of uh, of the of Jacob Blake, who was shot by the police. You know what I'm saying? So, so the the the, the show their so called solidarity with black people, they go out and riot. Uh, I I don't get the sense of that. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is with that. So I don't I don't buy into Antifa, BLM, none of these organizations that are funded by George Soros. I'm sorry, I just don't buy into it. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the uh the crux of of this uh podcast. Is to let people know that there are a lot of people who do not take personal accountability for their actions. Which is why those people were okay with Kyle Rittenhouse driving across state lines and shooting people with with his AR-15 weapon when when those rioters attacked him. When he shouldn't have been out there. In the first damn place. I blame his mother for that. If it was a black parent who would have did the same thing. Would have let their child go across state lines. And, 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 get into the, and get into harm's way like that. And wish they had to shoot somebody or some people. Then that, parent, that black parent would have been charged for, for child endangerment without question. But since we live in such a uh, white privileged society. If you're white, you could you could do you could do stuff like that and get away with it. And I and I would not be surprised that Cal Rittenhouse would not be found guilty. See, in the trial, they're more focused on the idea of self-defense. I have no problem with people defending themselves, but I would not put my child in harm's way like that if I was uh Cal Rittenhouse's mother. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad and I'm gl- and, and you know it's kind of interesting that article came out though. 
Because personally, I don't think MSNBC... See, you got to understand, these liberal mainstream news networks, they play both sides of the coin. They know how to... They, they just know how to get people's attention. Get people talking, right? And you know, kind of funny... And you know what's kind of funny... When I did my other podcast on why Kyle Rittenhouse's mother should be charged, I thought I was by myself, to be honest with you, and laying the blame on the mother. You know what I'm saying? Before that, MB, before that NBC News article came out, which was shared all over Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just... It's just... It's just... uh. It's like, it's just mind-blowing to me how <clears throat> the mainstream news media is all of a sudden want to blame the mother. But they doing it from a light, white liberal stance, see? And, and yes, my personal opinion about Kyle Rittenhouse is that he is a vigilante. He's not a hero for shooting them people. You know what I'm saying? How many of them were rioting? Who gives a crap about them rioting? You know what I'm saying? VLM and Antifa, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. You know, but however, um, I applaud all those people on that, on that Facebook thread who came out and said, Yes, I, 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 I think the mother should be charged for child endangerment. Oh man, the, uh, I mean the comments. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just blown away at how many people are going after Kyle Rittenhouse's mother. I'm just, I'm just extremely blown away. I'm just extremely blown away. If I'm not mistaken, I think the trial is going on now. I just saw some notifications uh, of the trial. <clears throat> Excuse me, of the of the trial going on now. And, and and you know, um, and and I gotta see how. The liberal mainstream news media is going to spin it. Because I already know how the conservative news media is going to spin it. They, they, they're, they're, they're more focused on Kyle Rittenhouse defending himself in self-defense. Which is something I have no problem with. You know what I'm saying? But there's nothing, there's nothing being said about the mother. And that, and that's what I want to see, you know. And I have a feeling I may not even see and, that. Um, I uh, determining whether the beliefs were reasonable. I think it's the third or fourth to last sentence says, "If the defendant was acting lawfully in self-defense, comma." Okay, with respect to the to Joseph Rosenbaum. With respect to Joseph Rosenbaum. His conduct did not create an unreasonable risk to. Richard McGinnis. Yeah, I'll do that. Any objection? And somebody commented his mother should be held accountable as well. 
Okay, what's next? Um, just, Your Honor, the ABC page, News Bar. On page 34, wow. uh, two Facebook. You said one of the witnesses had been convicted of, uh, of a crime. Mr. Grosskreutz had been convicted of a crime, and Mr. Smith had been convicted of a crime as for a, a juvenile adjudication. So I think if you just say multiple witnesses had been uh, something like that. Okay. Um, what number, what page is that on? I'm sorry, 34. And we are um, asking for the caution Do you want here. the word some instead of one? Or multiple? Yeah, some Several? is fine. How many was it? Two. That I recall. Uh, there actually were... Well, I don't, I don't think you asked Ms. Sword about hers. There was another witness with convictions, but I don't believe the question was asked. So two. What was the answer? Two. Uh, all right, I'll put down two of them. Um, and then there was some conversations regarding a cautionary instruction regarding Mr. Armstrong. Yeah, I really struggled with it. And we had proposed the uh, the instruction to the court, which I think we took off of 245 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So... Um, we are asking, based on his testimony, um, that the court uh, instruct uh, with that modified 245 instruction as relates to Mr. Armstrong. Uh, did you want to be heard? Well, I, I would stand by what I communicated over the weekend in my email, but I, I believe that I, I am looking up the specific instruction. It's testimony of accomplices. Yeah, that's that, uh, that's a good model for it. That was what I uh, had Ugh. planned on using if I had drafted it myself. Judge, I just don't think it's necessary. The evidence was received... The points that the defense wanted to get into were made on cross-examination. Giving any kind of instruction on this would essentially be telling the fact finders how to weigh the evidence. Um, I proposed a different or some different wording. Um, the you should not base a verdict of guilty upon it alone unless after consideration of all the evidence you are satisfied beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant is guilty is completely inappropriate. I can understand where it's appropriate if you're talking about accomplices, but certainly not when you're talking about a uh, one picture out of a hundred and some odd exhibits. Uh, so I don't believe it's appropriate. I don't believe it's necessary. Uh, I, again, I believe that these Somebody said if that was a black 17-year-old, he'll be found guilty. This boy uh, should receive second-degree homicide. Uh, exactly. Their expert used a very similar software program with Zooming. <laughs> with, with Excuse me. There was no objection then. You see, I, that's, I understand. My, there's, my, there's, no, there's no basis for an objection. They know that. I don't this, know. I don't know that. Maybe they do. I, 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 can't, I can't read their minds. Uh, this, is, this, is a, this is a forensically sound program used by a analyst who's trained. This image was peer-reviewed. If they want to discuss the uh, proprietary algorithms and how a analyst would not know a proprietary algorithm contained in the software that they are using uh, that is an industry standard, uh, they can go ahead and argue you know, that. But to 
given instruction that tells the jury essentially to uh, ignore this evidence unless everything else uh, proves it is is way too far. Well, this uh, whole uh, business uh, about, well, I don't want to say the whole business, but the Daubert rule is the product of the abuse of so-called scientific evidence by attorneys. There were, there were companies, pension funds, individuals were bankrupted because of legal decisions that were made on the basis of so-called science, which was later shown to be garbage. So when you come in here and you tell me, well, this is uh, what they rely on, I think that's fine, except when my common sense tells me, well, wait a minute, what's happening here when you get a, an image that is is uh, consistent of uh, just, I don't as a, I'll say it again, let's say 2,500 pixels, and you blow it up to 25,000 or 250,000, and you don't really know what fills the vacant space, um, that's a little struggle for me. And this is not being used to decide which camera I'm going to buy or which phone I'm going to buy when I'm at the store. This is being used to decide about whether someone's innocent or guilty of a crime. So that's why I was, I was uh, uh, when the witness answered, he didn't know. And the only reason I decided, I left here and I, I troubled about it. And um, in the end, I decided, well, wait a minute, we allowed this kind of thing to happen in DWI cases where the officer is asked, well, how does the machine work? I don't know. I just am trained how to operate it. Um, but there is a difference there. That has already passed judicial scrutiny, and this method has been judicially determined to be accurate. Has that been done in this? I don't know. So that was, so that was when I was thinking, well, maybe I should give a cautionary instruction. I, I ultimately, you can, uh, in our exchanges, that um, I don't want to be meddling and commenting on the evidence. I will tell you this, assuming that Somebody made a comment. Uh, there's conviction, <clears throat> one or more, saying that he should have not, that other motions don't, he should have uh, not been there. Uh, he and his mother the, uh, made a choice to bring an AR-15 to a rise uh, during the chaos. It, it he killed people. He should have been the, the one taken out by law enforcement if this would be This is unreliable results. Ooh. This is going wow. to fall like a house of cards. Because you're basing uh, this extremely important uh, segment of the evidence on something that I'm really queasy about. But as I said when I left here Friday, this is the jury's case. It's not mine. And uh, I'm going to let them decide. They have... The, they have the, your photographs and your video, and they've got the testimony of the person who's, who's worked with it, who knows a lot more about this stuff than I do. So I've decided to leave it alone. So I'm not going to give an instruction on it, but I've made my record on the high risk that I think it presents. You know, yeah, this get mighty boring. I ain't trying to listen to any more of these uh, closing arguments, whatever they talking about. But, yeah, see, the judges, the prosecution, they're not going to take it towards the personal responsibility route. 
personal accountability route because that's that's not part of law. You know what I'm saying? On the only thing that is part of law is self-defense. That's that's what the ruling is about. Actually, what the prosecution should have did, the prosecution should have put the Kyle Rittenhouse mother on trial, not Kyle Rittenhouse himself. See that that would have made things a whole lot different. But then, had she would have been on, had she would have taken the stand, she'd be crying fake white tears too. Worse than Kyle Rittenhouse, she'll be really trying to put on put on the fucking performance. Oh, you thought Kyle Rittenhouse was something? Oh my gosh, I bet I bet his mother probably could put put on performance better than he can. Oh my goodness, and she'll probably have real tears coming down her face and everything. You know what I mean? So, hey, these these people are some actors. This this is this this. This this whole trial is a fucking joke. Justice is a fucking joke in this country. You know what I'm saying? It really is. It really is. Fuck Lady Justice being blind and all that bullshit. It's all bullshit. This whole country is bullshit. Everything that is being done, everything that has been created in this country is bullshit. The way this system is set up is fucking bullshit. It's bullshit not just for black people. It's bullshit for everyone. It's bullshit for everyone. But the problem is, people cannot come together on certain issues. On on the most important issues of the day. We're still fighting one another over, 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 over bullshit issues. And then the most important issues come up. Nobody don't want to say anything, right? So, and, and we got to understand that the media is here to manipulate us. They, they're not, their purpose is not to deliver real news to you. Their, their purpose is not to deliver informative t- news to you. They're there to lie to you, to manipulate you, and to get you to go against your fellow brother or sister. That's what they're doing. And once they once they can manipulate enough minds, this is where they do they this this is how they get paid. This is how this is how they keep food on their table, clothes on their back, while the rest of us fucking suffering out here. You know what I'm saying? Why do we have a fucking pandemic in this country? That's bullshit. Ain't no fucking COVID nineteen strolling around here. That's just a fucking name that they fucking give it. It's nothing but a bad flu. That's what the fuck that shit is. It's nothing but another generic version of the fucking flu. That was fucking set up in Wuhan, China. And then somehow it came over into the United States. These people know exactly what the fuck they're doing. These people who have... uh, 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 who have created this uh, so-called uh, COVID-19 virus and shit, they're the same people who created the AIDS virus. Oh, y'all need to do research on Dr. Fauci on what he said about the AIDS virus. Oh, yeah, he was around in the 80s. Yes, he was. He was around in the 80s. He said something about uh, the AIDS virus being, being uh, contagious. 
and that anybody could get it, not just through sexual activity or or sharing needles, see? Yeah, he put that propaganda out there, uh, Anthony Fauci. Yeah, there's a lot more to Anthony, Anthony Fauci than what, what meets the eye. Oh, we ain't gonna go into, uh, that's, that's just as, shoot, we ain't gonna go into Bill Gates. We know that motherfucker is dirty too. He's another Jesuit elite puppet. He's another puppet. Along the same lines with Fauci. These people are sick, they dirty, they're fucking insane. And, and these, these, these people need to be challenged. Whether in arguing some mundane fucking issue or whether Cal Rittenhouse acting in self-defense or not. Who gives a fuck about that shit for real, for real? What we need to be giving a fuck about is how these motherfucking judge elites are manipulating all of us to fight, fight against one another on some bullshit. We need to be challenging this bullshit that is going on in this fucking society, yo. That's what needs to fucking happen. And you know what? That, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let this be. And, um, and I hope y'all enjoyed this informative broadcast. And, uh, and I'm not, not going to be coming. I'm, I'm going to be coming back with another one. All right. So y'all be easy. And until then. Peace.